Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. We got all of the badasses. They have returned the versus crew, baby. That's how we do it. And it's perfect tonight, Mr. Master Chaos himself, Jose Prendez. That's right. This was his pick, and it's perfect. It was. It's perfect because it falls into this weekly theme of badassity called Werewolf Week. We got werewolves versus vamps tonight, baby. That's right. That's right. Let's see. Let's do the quick roll call. Let's see who is here really quick. Thanks again, everybody watching right now, hanging out with us. Uh, We got Jake Hall in the house, the monkey. That's right. Shogun 76. What is going on? He says, uh, the monkey says, you're so cool, Brewster. That's right. (laughs) VA202, what's going down? Who else we got here? Dingo, the sexy sumo. Fluffy Gamer says he likes turtles. That's right. And uh, Brandon Wayne in the house. Todd Johnson and Will Ares. That's right. They are here. Thanks again, everybody showing up uh, to hang out with us as we love doing what we love doing. And that's talking horror films tonight. Hold on. Let me get the banner up. Cracking. Get it going. That's right. That's right. Let's see. Who do we have here tonight? You know them. You love them. That's right. First up, DJ Anubis. That's right. He knows his metal. He knows his movies. And he knows his lichens. That's right. Welcome back, DJ. That's right. Thanks, sir. And we got actor himself, the legend, Tony, Mr. Tony of the Dead. Hello. Hello. Return. Glad to have you back, brother. That's right. Good and uh, Scott Hansen. Uh, we'll see if he pops in tonight. Most likely that guy's busy. So hopefully we'll get Scott back on here in the future. But we got the motherfucking Gear Brothers, son. That's right. From the Retaliators, <laughs> baby. Throwing it up, representing gangster style. That's they right. did that at the same time, too. That was, I know, right? <laughs> that was epic. That's right. That's right. Uh, screenwriters of the Retaliators, uh, which uh, premiered yesterday. Uh, it's been pre- pre- uh, premiering all kinds of places, uh, theaters. But yesterday we had a one, and it was down in Hollywood, right, Jeff? Um, yeah, it was at the uh, Ricardo Montalban Theater on. Uh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. So congratulations, you guys, man! On, on no- vo on VOD everywhere tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh yeah, purchase, tomorrow. purchase. Yes, uh, sure. And in uh, in tune of the weekly movie theater debuts that's right premieres uh we also had the headless horseman that's right baby directed by my man jose prendez also starring some werewolf royalty we got kate hodge we got michael Pare, and uh, everybody knows sean whalen and many other talented actors are in the film. Uh, I don't know who's this dude next to yeah, them. Yeah, I see that mohawk going on. There. I know that guy. <laughs> that, 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 
That is uh, true. They, that's right. They were both werewolves. That's kind of crazy. I didn't even I didn't even put that together. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Right. And you guys can watch Headless Horseman on Voodoo right now. And I put the description in the uh, in the box. Excuse me. I put the link yeah. in the description box below. So you and guys... Apple Apple TV as well. If you have Apple there... TV, I think it's free on there. So there you go. Oh, shit. oh, there you go, guys. There you go. That's right. So make sure you guys check out the movie and show support, baby. That's right. Tonight, vamps versus werewolves. We got Fright Night Part Two: Electric Boogaloo versus <laughs> an American werewolf in Paris. One of these I've never seen before. And the other one I've only seen once, and I don't remember it fondly. Mm-hmm. Did that change over time? Well, we'll go ahead and jump right into it. So we will start with Fright Night Part 2. It came out in 1988, directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. Don't forget, guys, these movies have been out for a while. This will be spoiler talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick plot synopsis for those who have not seen the film. Charlie Brewster and Peter Vincent must face more vampires that are out for revenge. And that's pretty much the plot right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Rodney McDowell returns. You got uh, William Ragsdale returning as well. And Julie Carmen uh, is also pretty awesome in this. I enjoyed uh-huh. I enjoyed the leading ladies in both of these films. They brought it. They were both fun to watch. Um, all right. So this is one of those films that I kept forgetting existed for me. I'll kick it off. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, there is a Fright Night Part 2. <laughs> and I forget about it. Right, and then you know, I just years go by again, and I'm like, oh yeah, there is a Fright Night Part Two. Did they actually remake the second one too? Yeah, Yeah. terrible. Yeah, I heard it. Both of them are bad. I didn't like Colin Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. Colin Farrell was in the first one, and the Mm, second one was basically a remake of Part Two, but oh, so bad, so bad. (laughs) Yeah, like really bad, really bad. Uh, yeah. So I'm. I'm surprised. I enjoyed this. I had fun with Fright Night Part 2. I mean, obviously, it's not as good as the first. But I I, I don't know. I kind of feel, in a way, it's it's a little underrated. Um, mm-hmm. It almost feels like a hidden gem, even though it's been out for a, forever since 1988. But, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely talk about some things I like really quickly because we got a big panel of guests, so I don't want to talk too much. The only thing I didn't buy, I didn't really buy the whole... Well, after the uh, crazy shit that <laughs> from the first movie, uh, it's yeah. all in, it was all in my head. Uh, vampires don't exist. So uh, vampires don't exist, and uh, it was just some crazy serial killer guy. And I was like, no, no movie, movie. You're starting off at a bad start. Goddamn. Uh, I didn't really buy that. I would bought it more if he acted and played that role for others around him. But it, but when he's away from the psychiatrist, he still believes in vamps. That would have made more sense than him like just trying to, uh, uh, you know, whatever the plot synopsis that they tried to create. I didn't really like that that much. Uh, but hey, you get some whack, wacky moments in here. I was not expecting the wackiness. We get vamps on roller skates. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. Right? I was like, oh, yeah. shit. The vamp was like, fuck it. No, I, I can fly around, but no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a roller skate because it's the motherfucking eighty, son. Okay, best. That's right, you know. And uh, I enjoyed big, gigantic, huge as fuck Brian Thompson, kind of playing <laughs> a scaled back, kind of Renfield uh, mm-hmm. character. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> eating, uh, 
I know. Everything is huge on this guy. Uh, he's just huge. Uh, but yeah, I was. I had fun with his character, kind of being a skilled back version. And the whole movie, I was like, why does this guy look familiar? And I was like, oh, shit, it's the werewolf from Monster Squad, right? Yep. So yep. The, the, the cast in this, uh, the, the villains, uh, was kind of what made the movie fun for me. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, come on. As much as we, uh, as the lead in here does a fantastic job, uh, all you think about is this guy, you know. No one's going to top this guy's performance. But in this sequel, uh, I thought she was—I thought she was fantastic. I thought she was really good, man. And the whole time, I'm like, "Why does she look familiar?" And I was like, "I was like, oh shit, in the mouth of madness, baby." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, she's in that." I knew I recognized her. But yeah, she was great. The lead actress was great, and it was fun. It was fun seeing, uh, you know, the characters back together again. And this is a legitimate sequel. They did the best they could to make an actual sequel. Uh, but yeah, there's some fun action at the end, some fun practical effects. I enjoyed Fright Night Part Two. I, I, I'm I'm very happy you recommended this. Will that be my pick? I don't know. We'll we'll have to find out towards the end. All right, Darren, thoughts on Fright Night Part Two? Well, it, it, it's funny, Samurai. I, uh, it, it, it's like you stole the words out of my brain. I, I was sitting there and I, I told Jeff, I was like, I know I've seen Fright Night 2, but I completely forgot that this movie existed. And it's just weird that, especially that it came out in 88, which I, I'm just such a fan of that era. I've seen most of everything and i love fright night um and and so it but and i was like and i know i've seen it but i just could not remember it at all so it was actually a treat to uh to go back and rewatch it because i agree uh i agree with you i was i i liked it uh much more than i remembered liking it and you know, I I really think that the um, the the directing is good, the the cinematography is good, and it's got that real legit high quality '80s feel. Like the production is doesn't feel skimpy, um, but it's just got a lot of character. Um, what I found interesting is uh, not too overboard, but um <clears throat> my favorite not my favorite vampire movie my favorite movie of all time is uh and has always been the lost boys that's my all jam right. that's my all jam right. right there uh i i watch it uh, obsessively ridiculously uh often and i i just i just love that film what i was what was interesting was there seemed to be some Lost Boys influence in this that I was surprised they were using a lot of the POV shots, mm-hmm. which was um, which Joel Schumacher said for Lost Boys they did as a budgetary uh, issue. They they were the way it was all the Lost Boys was was all um, storyboarded out. We were supposed to actually see all of the vampires flying throughout the movie, but then they, because of budget cuts or whatever, they couldn't do it. Uh, 
So all of those shots had to be, that's why you see those high crane shots that dip down. And it ended up just like Jaws, like other movies, it ended up being a real happy accident for that film. Because when you think of the Lost Boys, you think of those amazing, cool, swooping shots. Well, that was all done. Uh, you don't actually see any of them fly until the end, right? I What was interesting was I noticed you know, wow, these, it's got that total Joel Schumacher POV shots. And they even had the very first, uh, the first time you see it was a cup was the, it was the lead, but it was the, the couple in the car, which was the exact same first swoop shot you see in the lost boys. And then the other funny thing too, was also even the, that musical intro that dun dun, 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 which sounds a lot like the Cry Little Sister beginning mm. theme song. So it what's interesting, they're only a year apart. You know, Lost Boys is 87, this is 88. So it's very likely it actually wasn't influenced by it because I know how long it can take to make a movie. So it just, I, I, it got me really wondering if, um, you know, if, if that uh, played a part in it. But uh Mm. Yes, Todd. I I I agree. I agree very much. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, not not to sound like I'm just mirroring what you said, Samurai. But I just was very, I was entertained. I liked the the the, the roller skate shot. I, I literally, I was laughing out loud. I thought I liked a little bit of the dry humor, the nails breaking in the window, and and you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, the makeup was, was kind of funky. Again, I felt like the monster makeup felt a little lost boys to me too. Um, so I was, I was actually digging the, the, the similarities, obviously, as you said, it's no, it's no original Fright Night. Uh, it's, it's nowhere near as good as that. It certainly doesn't touch, you know, lost boys, but I honestly do feel like this is an underrated gem. If if you haven't seen it, if you like vampire movies, if you like eighties movies, um, I, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's a good. It's one of those movies, kind of fun to throw on. Yeah, like we we were talking last time, kind of like a good movie to throw on during a party vibe, you know, and yeah, just sort yeah. of laugh at some of the cheesiness. But it's it's a lot more fun than I remembered it. Come on, Vinegar Syndrome. Or yeah, Lord, or, come on. Oh, we've been we've been, that, that's on that's on been on the list for a long time. Everyone yeah. loves wants a Fright Night two release for sure. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, I, I it's and because I don't ever see it anywhere, I had just thought, oh, wow, that must just be one of those disaster sequels. But no, it's fun. It's a, yeah, I thought it was a fun movie. I think one of my favorite moments that made me laugh. You did the, the roller skates was funny. Yeah, <laughs> but the other scene where uh, where she takes over the show our lead antagonist takes over the Fright Night TV show and they fire Peter Vincent. And then Peter Vincent shows up on set just walking in front of the camera crew, <laughs> just, walking up, just walking in front of everybody live to try to stab her. I was rolling, man. I was like, wow, that was that was, that was was very, very planned out very well there, Peter. But the stuff like that kind of made me laugh. All the right. Bowling, the, the bowling scene oh. is a classic. Oh, the bowling. Yeah, bowling Dude. is one of my favorites. Right. I can't want to know her, bro. Oh, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. It made, <laughs> it made me want to go bowling. 
or the body goes into it. You know. Yeah, yeah. God, dude. You know, funny, funny, uh, fast fact. That is literally my brother Jeff's bowling technique. Turn around, bowl backwards. That's his move. Nice. (laughs) Nice. He's not lying. Anubis. Uh, Thoughts on Fright Night, buddy? Uh, Well, this is the first time I had seen it since way back, so it's been a long time. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not as big a fan of this one as I was the first one. Uh, I think think, uh, Julie Carmen really steals this movie, like, big time. And you mentioned the uh, when she takes over the show, that dance scene is like amazing. I wish they'd actually have that as a show now. <laughs> I'd watch oh, that all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. It seems like they were just kind of going back to the same well with uh, McDowell and the lead character. Uh, I just, I wasn't feeling it as much this time around. Um, seems a little dated. I mean, there is some genuinely funny moments in it, but just not enough to carry for me. So I wasn't as big a fan of this film as the first one. All right. Copy that. Uh, Tony. Um, yeah, I actually never saw this before. I've owned it, but I never watched it until last night. And um, I think I only ever watched the very up to like where she comes into his um, room. And then like leaves because she was looking for somebody else. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little goofy, you know, kind of strange at times. Like I think what what ruins it is the uh, comedy aspect of it, like where they make like like uh, like those like if somebody's like the comedy relief on there, it's like do 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 do, you know, like they add like weird music. Um, <laughs> It kind of takes you out of it, but uh, I thought the, I think I liked I liked the role reversal uh, that she was the one, you know, yeah, um, enchanting them and everything because it's not hard to be enchanted. She's gorgeous, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that about it. Uh, I liked Charlie, but I, yeah, again, I didn't believe like it's like, oh yeah, it's made up. You're just gonna drop all that. Okay, sure, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it was a pleasant surprise. I mean, I definitely don't like it as much as the first one, but uh, I'm glad I finally watched it. Um, but I don't, is it my pick? I don't know. But uh, I don't really have much to say about it, you know, because everybody's talking. But uh, yeah, I, it was it was nice to finally watch it. All right, copy so, that. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, so, uh, well, like a lot of you guys, uh, if not all of you, the beginning threw me off a bit because I thought that he was going to be playing it like, Oh, like trying to fool the therapist, you know, like Sarah <laughs> Connor style, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. I'm not, you know, that this is all just a hallucination or something. And then when it, they were playing it, I was like, Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll just accept it. I mean, it like the, the hardest thing to believe, at least they do it right in the beginning. You know what I mean? It's like, so you can decide whether you're in or out, I guess. Right. But, um, yeah. I, I, what's funny about these two movies um, I'm not really going to compare them right now, but I did want to mention for both, uh, you know, there's just a lot of weird shit in them. And I, I made a list of just like weird shit in the movie that just, that, that I liked, like it was weird weird, shit. I liked it. Um, the vampire and the rollerblades or the roller skates, I should say uh, that, that really was 
that was the first moment where I was like, okay, this movie's classic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm in. (laughs) Like they're having fun with this, but it's still kind of scary, you know? Um, That there was a dance between Charlie and Regine at like a party. Yeah. Um, It was like their first like sensual dance. And that felt like it came out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. And then I was like, damn, I'm a little. uh... <laughs> like, like, what's this doing to me, man? Yeah. Jeff, did you did you have a little pause break? What happened? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I went back to it, and then um, I, one one moment I really loved was when uh, his name's Louis, the guy with the long hair. Um, he, he was walking. Somehow he got uh, the charlie's girlfriend out on a date he's like hey you know do you got a ticket ended up on a date with her (laughs) and on the way back to the uh like out of the venue uh there was a dog barking at him you know like the animals know you're evil you know the guys who are hiding they're evil or actually evil kind of trope and um he wanted to shut the dog up so while they she wasn't facing the dog anymore he looked back and he made like a uh like that werewolf face came right out yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, okay, that was pretty funny. And the dog's like, hey. Um, <laughs> uh, there was, uh, uh, of course, Bosworth, the big dude, him just eating moths. There wasn't just one moth eating, it was like, that was like a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. You said Bosworth? Yeah, his name's Bosworth. <laughs> That's that's the character's name. That's the character's name. I was just thinking about I was thinking about like Brian Bosworth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the, best, the best thing about that is when he's actually oh naming their scientific yeah. names as he's eating them. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, right. Um, the there was uh, the bowling montage, like we already mentioned. I fucking love the bowling montage, and uh, Alex is um, yeah, <laughs> just that that form is. <laughs> I love it. Another level, you know. And uh, there was one little tiny moment. I don't know if you guys caught it, but it was out the the girlfriend Alex's when she was in. I think she was in the library. Um, she was like speed reading. Mm-hmm. Oh, I doing this. And I was like, "What the fuck?" It looks so yeah. weird. It's like, it's like I fucking nothing gets on my nerves more than speed, like the speed reading thing in movies. Uh, you know, maybe Phenomenon did it the worst. You know what I mean? I think he was just literally like. <laughs> right. Oh God! Yeah. More input. <laughs> Johnny Five. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and you know, I think just overall, like like the, I I had fun during the movie. Like like you said, Samurai. It was a wacky movie, like surprisingly wacky. Um, and I kind of liked that. Um, but I was really stoked when the third act hit. I felt like it had a really strong third act and like climax and everything. Like I was like fucking in. Like I, um. One thing I love Charlie's look at the end. Did you, like there was one point where he, it looked like he had like a scarf, so he kind of looked like the Starbucks hipster. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's turned into a badass, and I was like, man, that's actually a really cool idea, <laughs> you know, turning that guy into a like an action star. So that, I really, really love that. So yeah, I think overall, I, I it was a fun movie, and um, I think if anything, it just didn't it didn't hold my attention like the whole time it was kind of a little in and out of like enjoyableness but it was it was still fun yeah copy that uh this scene right here i I, it felt off oh that one dude oh yes it felt off like it was like okay he's a vampire and then he kills himself i was like what well the weirdest part it first got it lodged in and he's like oh um mm." Uh, ooh. <laughs> like, I mean, like, yeah, it reminded me of the uh, 
I forget the actor's name, but you guys saw the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh, uh, yeah. The yeah, vampire we, towards we. the end. He was like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh. It was one of those moments, you know? That, that worked in that movie, I think. Right, yeah. right. You it know. didn't work in this one, though. Uh-uh. It felt really weird. But... It was like he changed his mind from binding her in five seconds. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll kill myself now. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just a nitpick. Uh, dude, before I before I pass it to chaos, uh, Brian Thompson's death at the end is fucking phenomenal, mm. dude. Just getting sliced open and all oh, those bugs he ate, dude. all the bugs he ate just start bursting out of his stomach, and his whole body shrivels in the same shot, dude. That was, that was disturbing, awesome, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the best kill. Really good. All right. And also, uh, real, real quick before we go, when uh, Lewis died, you know, uh, Charlie shoots him through the, through the window and yeah. he falls down. He, he's the only one I think that gets like a good one liner, right? Bullseye, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chaos. Chaos, Fright Night. Um, well, this uh, both these movies were sort of my pick, my idea, because I, I think both films are completely underrated sequels that people need to revisit. I loved them the first time I saw them. Um, so it's going to be hard to pick a winner, to be honest. But um, uh, in, in, in Gear Brothers, maybe you're with me on this or not, but uh, this is a great script. This is a just a really well put together script. Comp- oh, 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 no. That he was struck down by uh, by Zeus <laughs> for saying that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it. I, I hijacked it. Sorry. <laughs> let me let me keep let me look out for him. Here, I got him back. I don't know what happened. Was that was know. that me? Was that just it me? Was, it wasn't me. It was just you, bro. Uh, anyway. We thought, we thought someone was knocking on your dorm room door and uh, wanting to Oh, yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Uh, Regina's here. I got to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, it just, okay, look, this is a really good script. Completely new creative team. Uh, Tommy Lee Wallace and his people came in, and uh, you could tell these people really loved the first movie. That it's just, it feels like the first movie. You know, sometimes you get a sequel with a whole new team, and it feels very different. I mean, you, I mean, this is kind of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 of, of Fright Night. You know, it's, in a way, it's a lot goofier than the original. Yeah, good call. Um, That's you know, good... but you could even say Texas 2 is way more different than Texas 1. Way. Uh, yeah. Whereas Fright Night 2 feels very much in keeping with the first movie, which I appreciated. Um, one thing you have to realize with the sequel, Gone is the you know, Hitchcockian rear window thing. Is he or isn't he a vampire? We mm. fucking know vampires are real, bro. We don't, you know, we don't need to go into the mystery of it. Let's sure. just have fun with the concept of vampires. And this movie embraces that. Now, the thing about the psychiatrist, I know that does sound weird, but we discussed his death and that he's a vampire. My feeling is he's he was always a vampire. He wasn't turned recently by Regina. Oh. I think he was always a vampire. Mm. And when he was having... Sessions with Charlie, he was vamping him out, you know, psyching him out with his powers mm-hmm. and sort of brainwashing him. So, you know, if you see theory. it, if yeah. if you see it from that angle, then it's like, okay, that makes sense that Charlie would sort of be, oh yeah, you're right. Maybe there wasn't any vampires. That you is know? cool. Like he was hypnotizing him, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Kind of cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. So that when 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 Regine comes in, he's like primed, you know, to he he's not on guard for weird stuff, you know. 
Um, again, this movie has got a really a lot of layers that if you really look at it, it's pretty fascinating. Um, again, it is a lot goofier, but I think they're just having fun with it. They love the concept. They love the characters. Uh, and they're just they're just going to go. And I think they – I'm glad they brought in werewolves. I love that they brought in John Grise. I'm a big Monster Squad fan, so I think maybe yeah. that's why I really like this movie because he's like – Who's a good werewolf? Oh, that Monster Squad guy. I, actually, I don't know which one came first. Uh, let me look that up. Actually, I'm not. I'm not sure which one came first, but he is great. He's such a good actor, um, and I love. I, I love him in almost anything I've ever seen him in. Uh, I but, think Monster Squad is '87. I think. I th- oh, okay. I think so, but it could be '88. It's either '87 or '88. I'm looking that up right now. Monster Squad is '87. Yeah. So there you go. So they wow. they saw him in that. They're like, bring that guy in. He's awesome. Um, so I love that. I love, I love that there's that connection, um, to the werewolf lore, whatever the werewolf, uh, cinematic universe. Um, I love what they do with Charlie, you know, here he is victim and hero. I think that's a very interesting choice for the character. Do we have him be the, you know, the final guy again? No, you turn him into the Amy of this movie and you have the Amy of this movie. Alex was the beautiful Tracy Lind. Oh my God. Gorgeous. Um, you have yeah. her be the Charlie, and you have her team up with Peter Vincent. I love yeah. that. What a fun! But cool. then at the end, at the end, Charlie is still a hero. You know, he's still he's you, you, he gets to be both. Um, nobody's short, is shortchanged here. You know, Peter Vincent has an arc. Alex gets a nice arc. You know, you could argue she has more to do than Amy does. Um, you know, she gets to pretend to be a. You know, she does a, She pulls an Axel Foley to get the uh, uh, to get the, um, Peter Vincent out of the hospital and stuff like that. Uh, I love that stuff. Um, and Charlie gets to be seduced, and you get to have the sexy vampire lady, which is great. And she does feel like she, you know, they don't look the same, but you do feel like she could be a part of um, uh, Jerry Dandridge's family. Like they could be, they could be brother and sister. Uh, I love it. Of course, obviously, he is amazing, and his performance is an all timer. But this movie really embraces the first movie, gives you something a lot more fun, a lot more, more of a party movie, you know, than the yeah. first movie. The first movie is a Hitchcock movie with vampires. Right. This is a fun party movie. You get some popcorn and you have a good time. And the same thing with the other sequel we'll talk about. And I think it absolutely deserves to be to be <clears throat> at least re-experienced because there's a lot more going on here. Uh, Fat Samurai, you mentioned the Renfield connection to him eating bugs. And then he gets torn apart. He's full of bugs. Holy crap! That's yeah, great. That insane. Right. They put real thought into it. Again, a sequel. You could maybe it could maybe go cheaper. It could maybe maybe go expen- more expensive. You don't know what's going to happen. But at the end, we still get practical effects. We still get you know crazy bat monsters and shit. I love that. And, and it 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 doesn't let you down in that regard. It doesn't let you down. And what? Where's Charlie now? Where's Peter now? Uh, I think it's a great sequel, and it, it makes me happy. Every time I watch it, and I kind of wish they made a third one, but you know, at least at least we have two for this universe. So yeah, that's my nice. thoughts. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this movie. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, right, Chaos. Right. I, I do think su- surprising amount of layers. Like you, in my head, I'm thinking Fright Night sequel, and I don't, re- I barely remember it. Uh, and yeah, I don't think they. I feel like it was there. There was a lot of layers to it. I don't think everything was pulled off exactly. You know, uh, you know, as you know, echoing what we've all said. I mean, you know, obviously, I don't think it really touches the first one, but it is a different 
it's a different feel. I agree. This is more of a party movie. Fright Night is definitely it's got a it's got a fun vibe, but this this really stretches that. But yeah, I agree with you. And uh, uh, I heard Roddy Chaos wanted to uh, he really wanted to do a third one. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I, I mean, it's such a fun character. I can't imagine why he wouldn't want to. Yeah. yeah. You know. What, what, what was he saying? He's great. What was he saying in the bar? I kill vampires. <laughs> yeah, say that over and over. Again. He's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> I, you know, I went to this is a weird aside, but I went to some, um, I think it was some prop house or something, and I was getting a tour, and they said, "Oh, this is Roddy McDowell's bathroom," and they had like a little room, and I'm like, "Why do you have Roddy McDowell's bathroom?" And I'm like, "Oh, it was just this really he made this really fancy bathroom with like stained glass windows and stuff, and somehow they were able to." remove it from his house he donated this like ornate bathroom and uh it's it, it, i don't know maybe maybe it's not a prop house maybe it was like a museum or something but they had ronnie mcdowell's bathroom so i got to i got to sit you know on the same toilet that ronnie mcdowell took a poo you know every day so um i, I feel no. i feel pretty pretty connected to him you know <laughs> amazing all right let's go travel Forward in time to the 90s. An American Werewolf in Paris, 1997. That's right. Directed by Anthony Waller. Plot synopsis. An American man unwittingly gets involved with French werewolves who have developed a serum allowing them to transform at will. Sure, IMDb. (laughs) Thank you for the basic version there. That's IMDb, man, with the plot synopsis. Yeah, he gets involved with some French werewolves. That's it. They're just hanging out. You know, that, that's it. Uh, I remember seeing the trailer for this in theater, and uh, you have that end shot of the trailer where she lifts up the the girl lifts up her shirt, and it's just werewolf hair underneath. And he's yeah, yeah. and I remember everybody in the theater laughing hysterically, and some were clapping. And I was like, this looks like a lot of fun. And I didn't get a chance to go see it in theater. My buddies did. And all my buddies hated it. They all hated it. They were like, dude, the werewolves are like shit. Fucking ruined the whole movie. So ever since they told me that, I stayed away from it. I just lost interest to watch it until it came on like rental. And so then I rented it. And I did. I do remember having fun with some of the moments in there. But I still was, even at the time, uh, disappointed with the CG. And it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. And I was kind of like, eh, with it. Five billion years have passed now. I am a silver fox. That's right. <laughs> so I have not I have not went back to this movie since uh, and until uh, a couple of days ago. Dude, this movie's fucking fun, bro. This is a fun movie and yes yes the cgi is not great uh but um you know i had a i, I was gonna get a poster of the film uh, next time i'll make sure it's in Streamyard. but there's a movie i always use as an example where everything is great acting script directing everything is great until the very end they show a monster and it's the worst cgi looking piece of shit destroys the rest of the movie for me oh you mean it's not werewolf castle no you're funny. <laughs> no, it's another movie. I'll find. I'll find it. I'll let you guys know what it is next time. But I always use that as a, as an example because I was invested in the characters and the plot. And as soon as the as soon as the CGI looking piece of shit 
sci-fi channel showed up killed it it killed it because throughout the whole movie they were very smart with practical effects and not really sh fully showing the monster and it worked perfectly until they went sci-fi channel it killed it uh but that didn't happen again watching this for me uh, I was like, you know, I, I, I remember the CGI not being great. So I was mentally prepared for that when, when, it, when it came on screen. But man, I had so much fun <laughs> with American World of Paris. I was very surprised uh, how much I enjoyed it watching it again. Now, now maybe you badasses here might, might know the answer. Now, the practical effects and the design of the werewolves is actually pretty good. So do we know why... Uh, was this the technology not there? I know Jurassic Park came out in 93, but do we know why? Was it a budget issue? Do any of you guys know why the, the CGI was not good? I would guess it's something like with the Thing remake where the producers just didn't like the way the practical look uh, came across. And they just replaced, they said, just do, just do computer over it. I'm guessing that's what happened. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, uh, this is rough. Yeah, <laughs> this is rough. Yeah. This, is, this is rough. Like, I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. This is rough. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and Je Jeff, Jeff and I talk about it all the time. There's like '90s. There is a period in the '90s where the CGI. It's like, yeah, it's it's hard to go to Jurassic Park as early as it was because somehow they just pulled off what they pulled off there. And I mean, not a lot of other movies from that era really pulled it off. I mean, I think there's a long dirge in between. Lost in space. Oh, big time. There's yeah. some really good effects in that movie. Okay. And then later you're like, whoa, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of CGI. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a problem with nineties CGI. It's like, it's, it kind of pop. It's, it's what kind of, hurts in my opinion well because it's when we we everyone was so quick to kind of move away from practical and there was sort of like oh it's the gold rush and they all kind of went there and i think that's why and ironically what ended up happening at the same time is cgi actually got better at the yeah. same time that enough people said man i miss freaking practical effects and then practical started coming back so we do kind of have the best of both worlds now where CGI mostly looks great and, and practical is there when, you know, we, we just made a movie where that was a, an enormous focus and it took a lot of work and a lot of time, but we knew that's just what our aesthetic and choice money. was. But that, that's, a, I think it's a problem with a lot of nineties CGI. Movies. It, it's a problem, you know? Yeah. Copy that. Uh, really quick, since I got all of you guys here, really quick, let's just go around. If you guys can remember, if not, we'll keep going. Yeah. What was the first movie, the first time you realized bad CGI? Like, you were like, what the fuck is that? And it, you were like, yes. do you remember what movie? I have mine. <laughs> I, I think for me it would probably be The Relic. The Relic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a great book. I like, book, bad, bad I like that. That like movie's that. actually really good. Yeah, but no, I understand what Tony's talking about. Yeah, the season. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Darren, can you guys remember the yeah, first I, time you're like, "What is that?" Yeah, I don't know about a first one, but 
because I feel like when, when CGI was coming out, you know, I was still pretty young. I was buying it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, okay. and I know I was buying bad CGI because when I went to watch, I would have fond memories of these movies I grew up with and I go back and watch them. And I was like, holy shit, the effects in this are awful. Like I, like I was so immersed when I was a kid, you right. know, like Under Siege 2, you know, I, I was like, that felt like a really realistic movie to me, like a train, you know, uh, an action train film. And when I rewatched yeah. it recently, I was like, dude, this is like almost unwatchable because of how bad the CGI is. Thank God Steven Seagal is just so great that I you right. know you can get through the movie, but. Yeah. <laughs> Someone uh, mentioned Mortal Kombat 2. That's probably yeah. about something. That's another yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, Corey Cunningham. What, what, what about you? Well, uh, let's see. Um, I'm, my mind is a little jostled because I just got picked on by a marching band. But um, <laughs> uh, gosh, you know, I I don't I honestly don't remember. But I, I the, the only thing that comes to mind is Wing Commander. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Oh, yeah. I saw that in theater. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Oh, this is a cool cast. You know, you got you, you oh. got Matthew Lillard, Freddie Prince. This should be fun. Terrible. God, no. And I was- I was a fan oh, that of that era, dude. Matthew Lillard and Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they they were the, the they were the greatest when I was a kid. You know, I was a fan of the games, and it was from the guy who did the games, did the movie. He's like, how does that fail? You know. So anyway, yeah. anyway, mine, mine is the Mummy Returns when the fucking Rock came out yes. as that oh, yes. thing, yeah. and he was doing the Rock eyebrow, and it was. Oh, I was in the theater going. That fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. The mummy, the mummy movies had rough that year. I, that's that's the <laughs> roughest I can remember realizing it in the moment. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good. Yeah, that was bad. Thank God that oh. Tom Cruise saved the mummy for us. You know because he <laughs> made the, the most realistic mummy movie ever made. I liked I liked that mummy movie. I, I, <laughs> wow. I did. I actually okay. dug it. Dude, Russell Crowe was in it, dude. He was like, well, the mummy yeah, master. he was, he was the, the best part. Master or whatever. Russell Crowe was the best part of that movie. <laughs> I can't remember it exactly. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. The funniest part in that was when Russell Crowe was talking to Tom Cruise, and he goes, "You, a younger man, like stop." <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> What is he like? Ten years younger or five years younger? No, than not one? even, man. I oh, you're probably the yeah. same age. I don't know. They're probably. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Uh, yeah, just I had a personally I had a lot, of, uh, just a huge fun time uh, rewatching it. You know, I I can forgive when you're having when you can get entertainment somewhere, you can find it whether it's comedy or or gore or just the script, the characters. You can find entertainment somewhere. You can forgive the special effects not being that great. Uh, um. But uh, yeah, I had a blast with it, and uh, it, it's it has some similar beats from London, but uh, it was it felt like its own thing. So, but yeah, had a lot of fun. Jeff Paris. Oh man, woo! <laughs> no, no, uh, Paris crackle. Now here's the thing: I was going into this expecting to really hate it. Now I'm not going to say that I. I, I, I'm going to save my final opinion for the end, but like, like I said, with Fright Night 2, both of these movies had me going, okay, I need to just put down all the weird shit going on in both movies to try to, you know, kind of weigh it out because the weird shit is what was making it really fun for me watching these two movies. Um, I got to say it, the bungee jumping scenes 
really stood out to me, okay, as being like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, are these guys supposed to be like a daredevil team? Like, but you never see any other real daredevil stuff except the bungee jump in the beginning. And then, it, it, dude, the way, when he catches her in the ride back up, like, I was like, oh man, this looks rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then the, the movie closes with the bungee jump scene. Like where they're getting uh, married or whatever, and that was that was fucking awful too. But it was, <laughs> but it was awful in a way that like it made like I was like, oh man, I wish I had five other friends with me right here so we could right. like, laugh at this and enjoy it, you know. Right. Um, right. So uh, I, I, that's why I kind of put it in the weird shit category because it's not <laughs> like it was bad bad. It was kind of good bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. Man, there were there were really like a few scenes that just whoo when I was all by myself laughing my ass off watching this. The bungee scenes were one. The second one was that cafe scene where uh where the fucking <laughs> the condom chewing so he oh, yeah. all yeah. the condoms. why did he have condoms in his pocket? But that's not even the dumbest part. The dumbest part is he he, he goes, Oh, it's chewing gum. And then puts one in his mouth, starts chewing it. She goes, why don't you blow me a bubble? And he's all, and it comes out the car. And I'm going, okay, this is really stupid. But then, then it gets so big, it it falls off his mouth and it starts moving around the room. Lands in a guy's coffee. Yeah. And then, but get this. Now, there's a purpose for all this. There is a purpose. The purpose yeah. is that guy gets pissed off at, at, our, at Andy and she goes to defend him by by kicking this guy's ass and of course that's yeah. that's the moment randy's going wow how did you get so powerful so look there was a there was a rhyme and reason to that scene uh but i like when that, when that quantum was farting around the room dude i was like what that was a great scene oh man um the other the other one that was as just as ridiculous as that one um was the bar scene you know, always around eating in public. It seems like they really hit home runs in this movie. The other one was he. So he's in a bar eating steak. You know, it's like I asked for rare. It's not rare enough. He's all ah, eating it, and then that 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 you know very good looking woman is over there sitting at yeah. the bar, and he, he's yeah. like, I guess he can smell her, which is already. It's just kind of like this is kind of bizarre. Like is she on her period. Like, he was like, like in heat or something. Like I didn't feel like he smells the blood, you know. That's why I was thinking, but uh, that was not the angle. The angle was just that he smelt a very pretty woman, so he right. walked over to her on all. Four. Well, I don't know what well, Jeff. I don't know the camera. The camera does a pan down. Oh on yeah, that. true. I mean, it's okay, it's. So is it that she is on her period? I no, I don't. I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> Your mind is way thicker than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so only, only, you, only you would only you would take it there, man. Jeez Louise. No, but, no, but he, he gets over to her and throws him. He goes and sniffs her ass, but it, I guess that's what he did. He puts his head under her skirt and then, like, kind it's of like, does like, a, like, like a dog, right? Yeah. And I was like, ass. But yeah, I was like, he's saying hello. Like that's right. so weird, and then it's all all for all is forgiven when she said, "Oh, you're American." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they got, "Oh, you're cute." You know, I'm gonna forget that you just like sniffed my ass. 
without, without <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, dude, this movie is well. And where were where were they having sex? By where was that sex scene taking place? I'm in like, graveyard. It was cemetery. Yeah, is that what it was? Oh, yeah, right. I was like, um, what is this? I didn't even follow uh, that. Okay, yeah, I forget uh, somebody's tomb. I'm blanking on the name now. Um, oh, Morrison, I think. More, more Morrison. Morrison yeah. yeah, right. Uh, well, yeah. Jim Morrison's great. The Morrison, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> that one. Uh, I love the scene where, uh, where one, his friend Chris, and Chris, of course, he might he kinda, he might get an MVP scene. That's not Chris. That's uh, the other friend. I clicked on uh, the wrong photo. This is the one that gets stuck in the... Uh, the, He's the, the he, he, he gets his shirt off immediately, that dude, yeah. Shirt off immediately, right? <laughs> well, you, guys yeah. mean, you guys mean Anthony Kiedis, right? Yeah, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looked like, dude. <laughs> he yoked Anthony Kiedis. I was like, where's, where's Flea? Where are they? Is the whole band in there? <laughs> and, and the thing about him was he was always... like Never in a movie have I ever been so mystified. Like, what the fuck are they doing off screen? But like you know, like this friend Chris is like always kind of creepily showing up in places. Like, <laughs> like he's in the bushes, like, hey bro, like you gotta get out of there. It's like, Where are you? <laughs> like, you know, and then he's like when they go to the cafe to have that little date, it's like he's hanging out with them. Like he's like this guy's trying to get, you know, uh, you know get laid and for some reason he thinks that's it's going to help him to have his friends with him look at seth rogan there on the left uh <laughs> <laughs> seth rogan um yeah but what i was going to get to was when chris when there was like a big breakout of the church like towards the end yeah. and as chris is tied to the crucifix running out yeah and, yeah. and the priest sees him or i think it's a priest he, he just they get a cut of him just going <laughs> Like it's Jesus coming out of the fucking uh, something. I don't know what was going. I don't know what the thought was, but I loved it. It was it was good. Um, and I gotta say, when this, so when, let me give a little backstory just before I finish on like where I'm, where I was at when this movie came out. Uh, I, I was way too young when Fright Night Two came out. I was like one years old. Um, but when this movie came out, I gotta tell you, this is a little embarrassing to admit, Darren. I I think you know what I'm gonna admit here. My one of my my first favorite band I can remember was No Doubt, but my <laughs> second one was Bush. Bush. It was Bush, yeah. man. I I was I was all over. Uh, sixteen it was a Sixteen Stone is their first yeah. record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no shame in that. It's fine. Razor Blade yeah. Suitcase. You know what I mean? I was all over it, dude. No Motley Mouth, mouth, mouth. Dude, and I got it. <laughs> when this movie came out, with this. I was kind of like, I don't know if I like this song. Like, I was like, where, where's Bush going? You know, it's like electronic. It's not wrong. <laughs> where's Bush going? It was a little annoying. <laughs> but, but it is a soundtrack movie. It is, you know, it was in that tradition. And I got, I, but the only song I think I really liked, maybe I'm ashamed to admit this now, but I don't have guilty pleasures. I don't, I don't allow myself. I, I'll be proud of them. Was Smash Mouth's uh, Walking on the Sun. Uh, toward in the, you know near the beginning, I did. I still enjoy that song a lot. Somebody, <laughs> uh, not that song. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say about it. I I, I really enjoyed it. All right, copy that, Tony. Tony the Tiger. Uh, I believe I saw this in the theater back in the day, and I again we're talking about the CGI. I I remember thinking like. Back then, it didn't bother me because, you know, it was new. It still kind of looked crappy, but it was, like, still neat, you know, and brand new. Watching it now, I watched it on, uh, I believe I watched it on Tubi. 
and it was pretty cleaned up and it just looked like shit like it looked so fucking bad like i, I could not like get past that like they looked terrible look terrible compared i mean look at the transformation in the, in the original one how cool that was and and you know and and then you go to this fucking dog shit there you go and tony just, there you go yeah. <laughs> Come on. Ugly. Like so PS2 gross. graphics. Yeah. 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 You're right. PS2, PS2 graphics. graphics. It's just, it's really, I remember from watching it a long time ago, I remember him jumping off and hitting his head. And I thought to myself, there's no way he's going to live. Like he probably would have crushed his brains in, but he lived. And, uh, I definitely like the nurse from the original one more than the, this girl, but this girl was more of a badass. The other one was kind of crybaby. Right. Um, I totally forgot about the other group of of vamp uh, yeah, of uh, werewolves. Like I forgot the whole point of this movie. <laughs> and uh, I, I'll be honest, I, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. Like it's there's some parts that are okay, but I think the whole comedy he bothers me i like him as an actor but i don't like him in this movie uh you know i, I liked him in dead uh that thing you do yeah that thing you do um dead man on campus oh right right i liked him in all of them all of them movies um but i just there's something about it in this and his voice sounded weird in this i don't know if it was me or tubi but it just didn't sound like him yeah he was tubi. annoying his friends were annoying I love the '90s, but the clothes were so cringy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it brings me back when I'm just like, "Oh my god!" That's super baggy. Oh. Everything's super baggy pants on yeah. everybody. Yeah, flannels, a lot of layers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the hair, like the guy on the right, his hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hair is so yeah. nasty. Oh, it was, it was so, it was so cringy. But I did enjoy the soundtrack. Because I'm, I like the '90s music with like, uh, and walking on the sun. I, I I'm there and sitting. Hey, ain't no joke, and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I, I have a guilty when that comes on, or like, hey man, you're an all star. I will sing it. Yeah, I can't help it. Uh, I think of Mystery Men though when I hear that song. So yeah, it helps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the movie overall, I I was kind, I didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to. Okay. Uh, not all of it is shitty, but I thought, man, this is a shit movie. <laughs> and I think what right. killed... <laughs> does that make sense? I think what killed it though is the CGI for me. I think I just couldn't get past that because I didn't believe it. You know, okay. the original one was scary as shit, and these are just yeah. like yeah. you said, PS2 characters. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I know I'm glad I got to see it again because I thought I liked it in the past and. See? I always hate taking that risk of if yeah. you hate something now, you know. It happens, yeah. you know, when you revisit something after so many years, you'd be like, "God damn it, I like this," or "Why didn't I not like this?" It happens, so. Right. I I thought we were going to see more of the mom, but we only oh, saw the, yeah. the mom yeah. in one scene, <laughs> and then uh, that was it. Jumps right out the window. <laughs> that was that was funny. That was, that was funny. the scene where um, it, it kind of weird uh, where uh, they they had the main character or the woman he was trying to get get with she kept covering her boobs with his hands to calm him down I yeah i loved it that. No, that was, it was weird but i was like oh, I 
I'll Americans. take it, man. Julie Delphi's boobs, hell yeah. He was yeah. American. Five stars. Way, real quick, real quick. Sorry. Just one more thing. There was a shot where she was taken off her shirt, right? Or, or no, when she was transforming, and they do mm. a quick cut to where it's like almost her boobs, but they're 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 basically. Was it this? Like, my question. Yeah. Would do you count that as a breast? Like, if you're counting breasts in a film, oh, I know what you mean. Are you going to count those ones? Because it's oh, kind of what it, pan, what it pans down. Yeah, no, yeah, those don't count. I don't know. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're basically looking at like dog boobs at that point. Oh, oh that's right. She like the bottom of dog boobs, but like it's like dog boobs. I, I don't know. I'll take it. That that was actually. Pretty, I, I think I think clever. chaos chaos will take Del, Julie Delpy's dog boobs. I will. Yeah, I'll do it. That was actually I, I, I'm with I'm with you I'm with you, bro. I got you. I got you. A nip, a nip. There was a longer gif. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a guy at bowling once tell me he was like, "Look at her," and I'm like, "Look at him." Like, oh. and he goes. Ah, it doesn't matter. Tits are tits, man. They're nice to look at no matter what they are. It's like, not that one that I, we were looking at. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty old man, you. There was a, there was a full gif too. that showed everything. I didn't want to risk it on YouTube. Just in no, case. It's a you, could you imagine? Oh, man. Uh, uh, Darren. Um, okay, so this was an interesting one for me because I had never seen this. I don't know how why i missed it but i just missed it i think the trailer yeah i remember seeing the trailer i think yeah there was something about it i i wasn't feeling um but i'm gonna i i gotta agree with uh with tony um i wasn't a big fan uh in, in a weird way i thought it, it it was better i that's the thing i went in with very low expectations and I felt like there were parts of it that were better than I thought, because there was some uh, there was some layers to it. There was some thought put into it. They did try to mirror some things from the first one um, and do a new spin and, and, and all of that. But, yeah, you know what it was? I don't know if I just I couldn't get past the cast. That was the hard part. I feel like if it was a different cast. I might have gone along for the ride. Adel Julie Delpy, phenomenal. She was great. I, I, I she was the uh, uh, she she was the the one I liked the most. But just the just the lead and the friends. I agree with Tony. I, I just well, and I think the um, Jeff, you were touching on it. I think it was a weakness in the script and in the overall story that these friends had nothing to do and they just put, I mean, I don't know where the note, I don't know where her note is. And now they're spending all day looking for this note. It's it, yes. They're following him on his date, which makes no sense. It's like, they literally didn't have anything to do, you know? So I think there was some, there wasn't a need for them to be in the movie and a sort of, yeah, it was weird. They were there, uh, proto proto jackass style, I guess. I, it was weird. Like it was just, what are they doing? And uh, in the first place, I don't know. Um, uh, it's it, it definitely there. It's weird. It, the, the tonally, it was strange. There would I would have these moments where I'd be like, okay, I, I kind of like this, and then I would just get kind of thrown off. And 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 it might. Yeah, I, I the 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 lead guy in it. 
I just didn't, I don't know what it was. I just didn't, uh, I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling it. And it is one of those ones where, uh, Corey, you were talking about it with Fright Night 1 to Fright Night 2. I agree. I think it's it's not it's not as boldly as extreme as like what Texas Chainsaw did, and they pulled that off um, because Fright Night One had a little of the campiness in it, had a little bit of the humor, and it just sort of expanded it. I feel like uh, uh, Werewolf in London next to this, I think, is just is what really destroys it. It's almost like mm. if it had been not tr- uh, in that that uh lineage it w- i i might have even been a little more fair with it but it's like when you just compare sit next to you know the the that original the tone that landis nails in that is so singular and awesome and just i mean man you know like what landis pulled off and then yeah the it, it that's the other thing that's hard too is you're dealing with pretty rough CGI. And then somebody mentioned the transformation in the Landis version is one of the, one of the triumphs of, of, of all time. And when it comes to practical effects, so it was hard. I just, my brain kept wanting to kind of, <laughs> <laughs> my brain just kept wanting to compare it. Coming it, this summer to PS2. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Werewolf <laughs> Triad Wars. Is that a real still from the film? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> it looks like a painting, dude. Yeah, it looks like a painting. <laughs> like a beautiful yeah. painting. You're right. Like Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> now, the one... The one thing I will say, I will give it, is that is despite all of that negativity I just said, and and this logic may seem very weird, but this is definitely my brain when it comes to watching movies. I will say, it is watchable, and I will if it if a movie to throw on if you've never seen it. It's it there is fun elements to it. There's weird elements to it. It is watchable. Uh, and kind of one of those movies that I could see sort of, you know, hate watching a little bit and going like, you know, I know I don't like it, but let me throw it on because it's, you know, this and that. So I don't know. That's that's probably about the best thing I could say about it. (laughs) All right. Copy that. Uh, Nubis. Well, as much as I hate the CGI wolves in this, I can't find myself to hate the film. I just can't. Um I can kind of, you know, you guys were complaining about the characters in this. And uh, for me, I mean, I was in my 20s during the 90s. So the whole, like, slacker generation, I kind of saw that in the character. So I understood it a little more, I guess. Uh, So that didn't really bother me too much. Um, As far as Julie Delpy, she is the best actor in here. Uh, I've loved her since Killing Zoe with Eric Stoltz. I love that movie to death. So... Uh, I was happy when I saw she was on the, uh, the tag list for this movie. I did see it in the theater uh, because I was hoping for American Wolf in London, but didn't get that. But <laughs> um, Chaos, you, you mentioned something about how Friday Night 2 is sort of in comparison with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I kind of see Paris more in line with that than yeah, Friday Night thing. 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that works for me because I think that Despite the fact that Paris is a little bit further away from London in terms of how they went about it, 
it's still a lot of fun. Like it's just a lot of good humor in it. I think I get the humor more in this one than I did in Friday Night Two. Like I, I thought that was kind of stale in that movie, uh, which is surprising because I do love the '80s stuff. Um, and I just felt like uh, Paris, unfortunately, is also a little bit more original than Friday Night Two. So that sort of ties in with the whole like sequel aspect of it all. Uh, you know, Jeff covered a lot of the funnier bits in this, and I, I think. That's sort of what separates this movie from Friday Night 2 for me. Uh, every character in Paris has like a pretty much a fair amount of balance. So Julie might be here, but then the rest of them are all on the same plane. They all have like a little bit of screen time. Uh, the guy in the bushes, he has his own little thing going on. Whereas in Friday Night 2, I just feel like that Lind and Carmen are the ones that really carry that film. And it's kind of weird because you would think it'd be McDowell and Charlie's character. Like you would think they would be the ones carrying the film and they're not to me. Uh, so it's just really weird. Um, I don't think in the long grand scheme of things, I'm never going to like these movies as much as everything else that, you know, you and I talk about samurai all the time with werewolf movies and stuff. But uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't have a problem with this film. I have a lot of fun with it. It's not never going to touch London at all, but if for what it is, I can kind of enjoy it. Like as Darren said, it's just something you can enjoy to a degree. All right. Copy that. Corey. Well, um, I think this is way better than the original. No, I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Screw this. <laughs> you know, Corey, I respect hot takes like that. So I was actually going to say, I give you some props, man. If you want to try to <laughs> argue that, that's way. going out on a limb right that's there. Ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be very hard uh, to, to pull off. No, um, no. Obviously, the original is a masterpiece uh, on on many levels. Um, it's a movie I loved, and um, coming into a sequel, I'm like, oh, I'm excited to see what they do with it, you know, because uh, I really loved the original, and went to see this in theaters uh, with my pals. We were very excited, you know. We the, the soundtrack was all over MTV, and you know, we got the soundtrack, and I think we got the soundtrack before we even saw the movie. You know, back then you would they would release it weeks in advance, and you could listen to the music and get hyped up. I go, oh yeah, I know that track, uh, and then the movie starts, and I think. I love this movie. I'll say this right now. I think it's a really fun sequel. Does not uh-huh. hold a candle to the uh, to the original at all. This is a movie that goes for quantity over quality. Uh, obviously, there's way more werewolf action in this one compared to the first one, which we barely see the werewolf in that. Um, I think it, you really only see it once, you know, in that big final sequence. Um, but, uh, you know, that's obviously a more sophisticated movie there's more drama and there's more character development there's more things going on in that one this one is a 90s movie it's a fun popcorn you know i mean it's not as bad as dracula 2000 but you know it's in that vein you know uh it's in that vein of 90s kind of excess and and madness but it's not afraid to go there like i really like yeah the, the 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 julie bowen character is really fun she doesn't make a lot of sense why she's so super horny with this strange guy, but whatever. He's American. It's fine. He's American. He's American. So I guess it's it's I understandable. Um, but I, you know, I really like that they kept the again filmmakers, new filmmaking team who obviously liked the original movie. They kept the whole thing about the corpses haunting him, and you know him seeing his friend, you know, decomposing and all that stuff. Uh, then they added the whole layer of like, hey, there's this new serum that can trigger, you know, the the werewolfism immediately and. 
there might be a cure and all this stuff. So there was a lot more to it than than the first movie. So there's a lot of, in comparison, there's a lot more happening in this one story-wise. It's not just a dude who's a werewolf in London. This is a guy who falls in love with this girl. She's trying to find a cure. There's some guys who want to basically destroy humanity. There's a lot more ingredients here, a lot more story stuff here, which is a lot of fun to explore. And I like that because it builds on the mythology. It builds on the whole there's werewolves everywhere kind of thing. And you get Julie Delpy naked, so that's pretty fantastic. Um, I I like the cast. I think the cast is really fun. I think this is kind of what's, what, what really helps the movie. Uh, makes it rewatchable for me. I, I I think the friends are really fun. Um, did you Tom recognize Everett's the? Uh, sorry, Chaos. Did you recognize yeah. the guy that they call Little Seth? He's the one from Rat Race. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty funny, actually. I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, Rat Race. The. Um, I liked I him in Rat Race. I thought he was really funny. He really played funny. opposite of Seth Green. Seth in Green. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's, it, no, it's fine. Uh, I I like the cast. I think I think their chemistry is really good. It's it's very, it feels very organic. It feels like they're really friends to me. You know, and I always look for that kind of genuine performance from actors who are you know they're not friends, but they're obviously supposed to be friends, and they felt like they would actually all be friends. An example of people who I don't think would ever be friends is Halloween Ends, the marching band. I don't think any of those kids would be friends. If you've seen that movie, you know what I mean. There's no way that three, com- four completely different stereotypes would be friends. I don't buy it at all. Anyway, yeah. um, the cast is great. Um, the, the story does something interesting. Uh, obviously, the downfall here is the effects. They're awful. They were they were crap the first time I saw them. Uh, uh, you know, and they're they're still garbage. And that sucks. And that's kind of, you know, that speaks to, you know, the, the, the awfulness of CG in general and why practical effects will always be good. You know, yeah. uh, you can always watch the thing and it'll always be impressive, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, or the first or the first American world will always be an impressive movie to show somebody. And this will always be like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> you know, that's but it. It goes in the Fright Night 2 category, but it's just a fun party movie. Right. You know, I think Jeff was like, oh, I wish I had friends over. You know, it's like that's kind of what it was. You know, if you it's just a fun, goofy movie where you can kind of laugh at these guys, you know, you know, being idiots and there's monsters and uh, the soundtrack is great. It keeps it keeps the energy. Uh, (laughs) I will say. Compared to the first one, I feel this is a more satisfying movie because it's 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 nicely wrapped up. There's a happy ending, whereas you know uh, the original film ends boom, and it, it kind of leaves you in a way like, wait, what the fuck? Uh, this one, I feel like you get a little nice little wrap up, and and it's a kind of a happy ending. And I love I love happy endings. You know, I think it's it's nice. You rarely get them in horror movies, and it's not a scary movie, but I think it knows that, and it plays it plays with. Um, more of the fun angle than it does the scary angle, which again is why I think it's perfect with like, with a double feature with Fight Night 2 because it's not necessarily a scary movie, but right. it plays with the fun angle and it says, hey, here's a version of the story you think you know, but let's have some fun with it. So I, I, I'm always, I'm a big champion of the movie. I know the effects are terrible, but uh, yeah. I mean, I, you just, you just, I just put up with it, I guess, <laughs> overall. Well, um, I yeah. No, well said. I, I found the movie. This is the movie I always use as an example. Uh, this is the film oh, right here. And I don't this, know that. This movie, <clears throat> the whole movie, acting's good, well directed, soundtrack's mm-hmm. good, cinematography's good, and it, it plays with the legend of the Wendigo. Mm-hmm. And 
And the whole movie, they for the budget that they had, they did the creature effects great. You didn't fully see it. You saw an arm come out and decapitate someone. You saw the feet move. They filmed it in the dark. They had, you know, POV shots, but it was done well. You could see the blood, and I, I bought it. I bought it. You didn't even have to see the creature fully. And then right at the end of the goddamn movie. <laughs> hey! <laughs> what's what's that one character from Rises? Was it a uh, Rise of Skywalker? Babu Freak, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Babu Freak showed up. I was just Babu like, Freak is, is awesome this is though. <laughs> He's the best part of the movie. He's the that's, best part of the movie. This is that's this is me watching the movie now. I was just like, God damn it, you were right there, you know. And does the monster really do that? Hey, hey, it's me, the monster. It might, it might as well. Might <laughs> as well. Uh, but I think I think I figured it out. The difference is this movie took itself seriously mm. from beginning to end and that's why i was so disappointed right unlike uh you know hold on this movie <laughs> right <laughs> i like this movie so i could kind of forgive a few things but yeah i do i agree it's ps2 graphics god damn this is going to be extremely hard for samurai guy i enjoyed both of these films so much god damn it so i'm a, i i don't know what i'm going to choose I'm, I always go last anyway, so uh, let's start with Jeff. Jeff, who, time well, to vote. Who you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, <laughs> weird one. I, let me explain a little bit. Um, uh, well, you know, it, one thing I did want to mention, just one more like, little movie detail thing. I want to see if you guys picked up on this, too. There's, like, in the very beginning in that train sequence, like – they were like they were kind of like drooling over this girl that like shows up on on the train and when you see her i'm not like trying to bag on her looks or like she's she looks pretty enough you know it's not like you know whatever but she just didn't strike me as like oh if i was with my buddies we'd be drooling over this girl and i feel like the 90s had a lot of that i i don't know it's just yeah. <laughs> i don't know what it is but well when when uh with uh when the horny blonde who likes americans cuz she's american yeah Remember Anthony Kiedis later's like teasing his buddy, like you're gonna go for her. I was like, shut, <laughs> up. I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that chick. Yeah, well, there is that. Yeah, which is weird because like, yeah, that girl was very obviously very pretty, but the one in the beginning that they were all drooling over, it was kind of like, yeah. like, what? You know, it was like the wow, you, life or something. You just got canceled, bro. I can't believe it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Who you got? Who you got, brother? Okay, okay. So my 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 method for doing this is I think I I didn't think either movie was like a great movie, consider like a, like a overall super well done film. So I I'm not I didn't want to sort of like great if I was going by that standard I think I would say Fright Night too. I think that's okay. probably a more well made film from okay. like a technical aspect and all that. But in terms of like watchability, entertainment, you know, is this a movie I'd want to watch again? Um, I, I got to go American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, so. Wow. Which, oh, well, really? That's American the one. Wolf, wow. That's, that's the one I feel like. You faked us out there. I did a little bit. So I'm going to go. Yeah. I, I just, wow. Even, even okay. just the bungee jump scenes. I mean, just that, those just do it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. For entertainment purposes, entertainment more yeah. ridiculous. You have more fun with it. Yeah, that. like like Jack Frost two is obviously <sighs> a worse made film than Jack Frost one, 
But I, I will watch Jack Frost two way more than Jack Frost. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm with no, him. I'm with him. Now, yeah. now at the it's end of this. now at the end of this movie, at the end of this movie, if Jack Frost came out, right, <laughs> that would have been like, better. I pronounce you totally freaking dead. <laughs> it would be the greatest movie of all time. It would. It would. Uh, but uh, all right, America. Uh, Anubis, can you tally for us, man? Sure. Thanks, brother. One for American Werewolf. All right. Uh, Tony. Tony hated both, so I'm curious what he says. <laughs> well, I hated one less. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, they're both pretty bad, but I think when it comes down to it, the CGI is the one that killed it for me, so I'm going to okay. go with Fright Night 2. All right. One. We are one in one, guys. Uh-oh, saying what's up to Mel hey, in Mel. the chat there. My Killer Podcast. Make hey, sure you guys Mel. subscribe to her channel. She's got a fun channel. Make sure you guys check it out. All right, Darren. What you got? Yeah, I think... <clears throat> I gotta go Fright Night 2. I just... Uh... <clears throat> I think it's obvious from my reviews. I, I-, I thought Fright Night 2 was, like uh, you said, Samurai... I kind of found it to be a bit of a kind of a surprising underrated gem that I could actually see uh, popping in and, and kind of just, I, I dig the vibe. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel like, wow, there's a movie that is made so eighties <clears throat> in a lot of the good sense that I just, I have never really sat and watched. So um yeah, then my my I just uh, yeah, I for the reasons I explained couldn't really get past a few of the things with Paris. But as I said, <clears throat> I think these are two good movies to put up against each other because they are similar in I think they're very watchable and they are they there is there there's stuff to chew on in both. There just is. They're, these are mov- fun movies to throw on uh, when you're like you know you're doing some chores or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're two. We're two and one. Nubus. Uh, yeah. Uh, like Darren, you know, when it comes to rewatchability, I just find myself more with Paris than I do with Friday Night Two. Like I haven't seen Friday Night Two in many, many years, so I think that's part of the reason. So if I see American World and Paris come on TV, and I I just throw it on because I know at least I'm going to get some entertainment value out of it. Yeah, and I think that the you know chaos pointed out about the cast. I agree with him. I think the cast is actually pretty good. Uh, there's more balance there, as I said before, than I felt like in Friday Night Two. Uh, so Paris is my pick. Okay, so where where are we at now? Two two, two two. two. Wow. All right, chaos. Uh-oh. Uh Corey, <clears throat> Corey, Corey. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Corey <laughs> chaos. Um, I have to go babysit a kid after this, so hopefully it'll go well. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's hard because I really like both of these movies, but rewatching them. Oh, by the way, just a quick aside, since Anubis is here and we're talking werewolves, uh, in Hollywood Horror Nights, uh, they have a, a maze this year uh, called Monsters Unleashed. And the twist is that it's this mummy versus the wolfman kind of thing. And then at the end, they turn an, um, an Egyptian Anubis into a werewolf. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so it's, that's how the maze ends. A giant guy comes out and he's got the Egyptian shit. It looks cool. Anyway. That's just, awesome. That's yeah, awesome. it looks great. 
Look at that. Um, right. Anyway, so I, I I love both of these movies. Um, rewatching them after so long, you know, <laughs> I, I I still really enjoy them. But there's, yeah, it, uh, the CG really kills American Werewolf for me. Um, Fight Night Two is just such a solid movie, in my opinion. I, I just think it's a really really well done sequel. They really gave a crap, um, and they really wanted to deliver a movie not just for the fans but for people. You know, for themselves, you, you, they wanted to make. I mean, Tommy Lee Wallace is, you know, wasn't just a nobody. You know, obviously, this, is, this guy's been around town, so he wanted to deliver a really good film, and um, I think it it stands the test of time, and I think it should be um, as appreciated as the first one. Uh, so my vote is Fright Night Two. Wow! Wow! I did not Let see that down. coming. Let me down, Chaos. You oh, <laughs> had me, man. I was like, "Oh yes, he's gonna pick it." And I was like, "Oh, wow. he, he was he was setting us up on that one." Yeah, because yeah. he's like, "I love this movie." That I was, was an emotional like, yeah. way right? I love both of them. I, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to yeah. pick. I, I almost <laughs> I almost did a split vote, but I, I didn't want to make it complicated. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, ah, goddamn. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just We're, tie it just tie it baby no 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 we got one more we got a yeah we got, yeah, vote. Yeah, oh, we got anubis's vote anubis's vote <laughs> remember, remember i sent you a video first <laughs> you get an extra vote you get an extra vote right <laughs> so we what are we what are we at right now three, it two. is three two fright night two is in a head <sighs> fuck all right uh, you know you like Paris. Come on. Uh, God damn it. Don't push him to do this. You know what? You know what? Uh, damn. You know, I'm going to have to go. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Jeff. I think uh, as much as I really love Friday Night Part 2, I'd buy it on Blu-ray. I don't see me watching it a lot. Uh, I see me watching it and appreciating it for what it is and then putting it on the shelf. Uh, Paris, I can always put in and laugh at how ridiculous it is, you know, and I can get some entertainment out of that. So I'm going Paris, yeah. but we got, so we, we, we tied it now. So it's up to Joel Valley from media glitch. Oh. He's going to screw me. He's going to screw me. I couldn't, I think, couldn't Joel, be here. I think he's team fright night. That's what I say. Could, okay. Just remember this, still, fright night too has werewolves and vampires. That's right. That's right. Oh, where Joel, Joel still hasn't forgiven me for picking Lost Boys over Fright Night. He's still mad. Oh, about yeah, he that. hates that. He's still mad about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Joel cannot be with us uh, tonight. He's out there doing his filmmaking thing, but he did send this to me. What is it going to be? Here we go. I'm set with these fine people. Everyone say hello. Hello. Okay, so um, the, the it was Fright Night 2 against American Werewolf in Paris. And you guys know I'm a huge Fright Night fan. But um, I'm going to have to go with American Werewolf in Paris. And I'll say it because American Werewolf in Paris knows exactly what it is from the beginning. There's, there's, it, it knows exactly what it is. Yes, the CG is horrendous. It's horrible. It, it didn't even hold up when it came out. But Fright Night, they put in clips of the first one. They make you think it's all... Uh, Oh, people are driving by. Makes you makes you think it's going to kind of continue that feel of the first one, but it doesn't, and it's uh, it's kind of weird. So my vote is for American Werewolf in Paris. What's your guys' vote for? Same. 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 
Okay, so there you go, man. Sorry I can't be there, guys. See ya. Bye. Joel is my boy. He's my boy. Joel is my new best friend. Did the video play? Did the winning video play? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't see it. All right, no, cool. it was the wrong one. It was Fright Night. It wasn't Fright Night too. Yeah. Now, now this is going to blow your mind. Fright Night Two, in comparison to American Werewolf in Paris, is not as known. Right. Uh-huh. Check out what the public voted for. First up, shout out to the channel members. We had four channel members that wanted to have their own poll. Uh, gotta 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 let them have their voice. It's just four channel members, so shout out to you guys. Thanks again for participating. So out of the four, they I voted okay. for Fright Night. Okay. Now the public again, Fright Night Two is more obscure. Watch this. Yep, I expected that. I am stunned by this. I'm not. <laughs> You're not? Why why aren't you stunned? I just I think a lot of people really hate American World from Paris. They really do. Like I think really with like us here, we're like some of the few that can kind of appreciate some of the the nuances with this film. Yeah. Like the CGI is terrible. Like right. yeah. Tony stated it from the get-go. It's just horrible. <laughs> but yeah. I can I can understand some of what they're trying to do. Joel nailed it. Like it's like it knows what it wants to do from the beginning. Right, it just right, knows right. it, yeah. Right. And okay. uh, and well, you know, Fright Night Two is like just one of those classic, you know, movies yeah. that nobody really talks about, but they do love. Yeah, but I'm happy uh, that Fright Night Two is getting some love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, if it went the other way and Joel went Fright Night Two, then we would have went to the public to break the tie. So, but Joel had to go Paris. So. <laughs> but yeah, this was a blast. Uh, both movies are fun. We highly recommend you guys check it out for sure. Uh, anything I'm you guys shocked. need to plug? Uh, all I'm saying is, I, I just want to say real quick, I, I'm shocked, honestly, that American... I'm I'm happy. I love the movie, but I'm shocked that American Werewolf won, honestly. Um, yeah. I, 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 thought, I didn't I thought, expect it to. I honestly yeah. thought everybody would go Fright Night, but um, hey, great. I, yeah. I like them both, so it's, it's a win-win. It's a win-win, <laughs> for sure. It's a win-win. Uh, Darren, before we uh, wrap it up for today, let us know, everybody watching... Remind everybody about what's going on tomorrow. Everybody, tomorrow, The Retaliators comes out on VOD, everywhere you can buy and rent movies, iTunes, Amazon, Vudu, YouTube, Redbox. So uh, uh, it, if we're talking New York time, that's just in a few hours. So uh, go, go pick it up, and uh, I think you will really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I that's my wait. next movie review. Yeah, hell I, yeah! I will be I will be buying it uh, as soon as possible. And uh, Corey, let us know. Yes. Re- remind everybody uh, what <laughs> what to watch and where to watch. Uh, well, Headless Horseman is out right now. It's on Apple TV and Vudu, um, Vudu VOD, and um, uh, it's out of theaters today. It was the last day, uh, but uh, it was nice that it was there, and I got the. I have to get up my 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 little ticket to, to proof that it was yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then it'll roll out slowly, you know, on other streaming sites here and there. And I'll, I'll let uh, Fat Samurai know so you guys can know he's in the movie and he has a, an amazing part in it. Uh, and uh, it's it's the start. It's it's basically his rise, his rise to power. He'll, he'll, well, he'll I, win the Oscars I'm, pretty soon. I'm, I'm hoping. 
I'm I'm trying to get to where Mr. Tony of the Dead status is. I'm trying to catch up to Tony, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, you gotta be in more cool dudes movies. Uh, I've okay, actually okay. seen the movie you're in, so. I had fun being in it. I had fun being in it. Thank you. Really quick, Corey, did do I see a fucking Jake Speed? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Behind you, what is that? It's like one of those little like uh, video store standees. Hell yes. It's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, man. Oh, oh. yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Look at that. Yes, I, sir. Yeah. Love I, it. I, we have I we have had Jake Speed movie night a few times with people who have never oh, seen yeah, it. Yeah, man. That's and awesome. it is oh man, it is fucking hilarious. It is awesome. Can right. we just become best friends? <laughs> I, I think we gotta have, we got I think we gotta have a Jake Speed movie night. Let's uh, do it. Let's do it, man. Let's do Let's it. Do I'm it. ready. I'm ready. Have Jeff, have uh, you seen it? I haven't. Oh, oh man. I've seen it. That's it. We gotta we gotta do it. We gotta do it for what? sure. Uh but this so was a blast. Thanks again, everybody, for watching. You never know what you're gonna get when you come to versus. You know, you never know. That's what the excitement, that's what it's fun. But hey, you're gonna want to join us for next week. Because next Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific time will be the 50th episode of Versus. That's right. The 50th episode. We got to celebrate what will be the two movies. Mm, you guys got to show up to find out. So thanks again for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And uh, Jay Call enjoyed. A lot of people in the, in the comment section uh, and chat enjoyed uh, watching. Uh, we appreciate all you guys. That's right. Everybody's information. That's right. In the description box below. Uh, to follow Chaos, Tony, Nubis, and the motherfucking Gear Brothers, son. That's right. Uh, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Don't you guys go anywhere, but you guys have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Werewolf Week. <laughs>